Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, it's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan, the only person I know who hasn't seen Endgame. Say hey. I haven't seen Endgame. Hey. Actually, I shouldn't have told everybody that. Now they're just going to flood the chat with spoilers. Oh. Don't do that. Don't do it, kids. Uh, you got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. So, uh, man, it's going to be a good night tonight. This is Game That Tune, episode 154. And if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, um, what we are going to do is we're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from the game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays a bonus tune. And our winner last week was... The illustrious Jesse Moore. And Jesse, what's that fantastic theme for tonight's episode? Uh, games in which you can punch things, people, or whatever. Just punching games, you know? Games featuring the act of punching. Uh, I'm into it. You know, last week we had the nonviolent games, and it was a fantastic show. Great episode. But there's way more games in which you can punch things than games in which you can't, I feel like. And, uh, or maybe it's just more games that I play. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big man. I'm an adult. Play my games in for mature, nothing less. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I like, uh, I like games in which you punch things. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a wide open theme. It could be, uh, could be some, uh, some old sports games, some old fighting games. It could be, uh, it could be almost anything, man. You know, as long as it's not like a puzzle game or a racing game featuring, uh, like no actual characters. It's, uh, it's, it's a good theme, man, and I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, we all got Endgame on the brain. There was uh, some you know, famous punching going on over the weekend. Uh, let's see, we watched Game of Thrones, but nobody really got punched in that one. Everybody was kind of getting sliced up. and Actually, I couldn't really tell what was going on. It was very dark. Um, very. So that's a bad, that's a bad reference. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a Sonic. great show. I was going to say, we had the Sonic movie trailer, which was kind of a punch to the gut. You know, for some, uh, for guys like me and John Regan, I think we're fucking stoked. <laughs> oh, I'm down. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Exactly. Uh, I can't wait. I'm, oh. I'm down for like half of it, but save it for the oh. post show. Yeah, and, and no, you know, no, but no punching in that trailer. So you know, the, they should have punched that trailer up a little bit with Sonic like uh, smacking James Marsden in the face or something. Oh, that'd be uh, but so, whatever. Oh God, so I oh. I hope that scene happens. I want to see Sonic the Hedgehog. Save it for the post show. I want to see Sonic the Hedgehog slap Cyclops in the face. That'd be so yes. great. And call him and call him Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, Cyclops? <laughs> Smack. Sonic should just be Deadpool, just breaking the fourth yeah. wall the whole time. Dude, okay, but seriously, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, we'll talk about it more on the post show, but it would yeah. be better if Sonic knew that he was in a movie, right? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. Uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. We got uh, five great games. Uh, we got a great fan request in here, and uh, I think we just got to jump right into it, Johnny. So uh, punch me in the face with that first game. Game one. 
All right. Uh, so this game had uh, was the subject of the world's second video game movie released in Said John, don't even speak. <laughs> assumed you all wrote Double Dragon, and you all did. This That was a hat trick. This is Double Dragon 1 for the NES. <laughs> I think you just call it Double Dragon for the <laughs> NES. You don't have to say 1, John. It's not Mega Man 1. It's not Double Dragon 1, despite what you know we would say at 6, 7, 8 years old. It was also um, on the Sega Master System, though. It was. And, it was. Uh, In which you could play co-op, two-player. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear about Bam. it. <laughs> the Master System famously had the co-op mode, and the NES did not. It's so strange. This is one of those like almost like Mandela effect situations. I feel like where, like looking back, it's like, oh yeah, like I got an NES for the first time as an adult. Let's bust out Double Dragon. We'll play together. And it's like, you know, one player start. I'm like, no, no, I wanted two players start. <laughs> it's like, do what? Do oh, I have to start the second player controller? No, damn it. <laughs> yeah, this trade-off no i played this with my brother forever like we definitely played at the same time like didn't we <laughs> no because we didn't own a sega master system or maybe you did i was gonna say it's like you know the sega master system is the one that had the the two-player option yes but the nes had the ability to be played on a system that someone actually owned right <laughs> fun fact out outside of brazil i actually did own a sega master system outside of brazil of course you fucking did. Uh -huh. Yeah, I expect no less, John. I will say, though, that the Sega Master System version did get a little flashier whenever uh, multiple enemies were on screen, and it definitely made it a little hard to see what was going on. So you got yeah. two players on Master System, but NES had the better frame rate, I would say. Yep, I'm sure it did. But two players makes up for a lot of a lot of ills. I mean, hell, me and my brother were playing... Uh, like Nintendo Switch Online, fucking uh, River City Ransom over the we uh, like weekend. It's like, you know, this really slows down and kind of gets unplayable after a while, but it's a lot of fun because we're playing it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I fucking love the original Double Dragon. So, uh, I, as I said when those first songs started playing, I began feverishly consulting the list of games we've already used because surely by now <laughs> we had used. Double Dragon for the NES. Yeah, that's what I thought about 30 minutes before we went live, but I was still trying to figure out my game. I was like, are we serious? I was looking look at that spreadsheet like, no way. No way. Oh, my God. Did I luck out? I lucked out. <laughs> like, yes. You sure did, John. Well, and 
isn't there some like music crossover between this and River City Ransom? Mm-hmm. Because that first game, like, it's like I, I think this song is River City Ransom, but I know we've used that before. Right. And sure. then as the music progressed, like, oh no, and that's yeah. what this is. Now that we played this on the show, it's reminded me how this previously got stuck in my brain, Johnny previously used River City Ransom and used the double dragon theme that plays in River City Ransom when you fight the twin dragons mm-hmm. and then uh, fucking we all guessed double dragon out of confusion and we were all wrong <laughs> so uh, yeah nice job John um, so this game it's pretty great I just you know lots of punches it's, uh, there is some punching Though I gotta say, famously, like you know, yeah, punch it's fine, but like the other moves you get to do are pretty sweet, man. Like as you level up that character and you get to do like jump kicks and shit, and like throw like flying knees and uh, pick up whatever that little slap bracelet thing is that Linda holds and start slapping people with it. Like, you know, it's great mm. uh, platforming with that jump kick. Oh yeah, <laughs> Double Dragon, fantastic beat 'em up, famously awful platformer. <laughs> I uh, I hate them for that. Though I might I might also be thinking of Double Dragon Two. Uh, that's oh, the they one, did obviously. In that I've, one too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm just saying I played that one more in my adulthood because it's the two-player one. And when you get to the woods and you have to like jump across a small broken dock over what appears to be like a five-inch deep stream, and then like you die from jumping wrong, it's like oh this uh, no fuck this. <laughs> like, <laughs> they also um, punch a woman in the stomach at the beginning of the game. Listen, man, I'm not saying it's aged perfectly, but it's aged nearly perfectly. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I mean, what are you going to do with a woman if not inspire the men to action? I mean, isn't that the point? Isn't that the trope? <laughs> like, you know, and, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I can't speak to that. But uh, what I can speak to is uh, playing in a construction site and throwing boxes of like dynamite or you know, like concrete at somebody. What were the? What was in those boxes? That was a, uh, you know, it was a hell of a box. Yeah. And beat, was... beating people up with giant metal bats, um, throwing knives at people. Chains. This, yeah, this one doesn't have anything like the helicopter or the undersea base. This one kind of keeps it more grounded, right? Like. Yeah. But you, you still like, got to fight a bobo. Yeah, you climb up some buildings and um, what else? There's like conveyor belts. You can fall down pits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you get in a big giant truck at one time, don't you? If you do, I didn't get that far. Yeah, I, don't I mean, remember. I remember like the first two and a half levels of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love the idea that being in a construction site, having boxes of dynamite thrown at you is considered grounded. Hey, <laughs> compared to How fighting con- you know, multiple abobos in a helicopter or going to an undersea base, yeah, it's a little grounded. <laughs> How many but, uh, construction sites have you been on, David? Yeah. Things are rough in Chicago. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's not all Tommy guns, you know. Sometimes there's boxes of dynamite getting thrown at you. If, if video games are to be believed, then yes, there's just dynamite and shit laying around every construction site. And if like an oil drum falls on you, your eyes will move around for a second. You might say like, "Who put out the lights?" And then you go about your business. You know. And then, uh, I mean, to be fair, in Chicago, you can kick over any garbage can and find a box of pizza right there. So yeah. That part Ooh. of the game is incredibly accurate. Yeah, the famous deep dish of Chicago is actually a garbage can. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm coming to Chicago. <laughs> oh, little garbage pizza. Oh, man. Mm. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, Double Dragon rules. I just, you know, it is really funny because I could swear it was two player. And, you know, thinking back on it, it's like, no, uh, now that I think about it, my brother would fuck with me hard with this game. Like, we'd get to the end of that first area and he'd do the thing where you walk up the wall and disappear. And then, uh, you know, just troll me with that. You guys never did the thing where you walk up the wall and disappear? No. I don't. No, that sounds crazy. Oh, yeah, it's a glitch. Like, if you get to the end of the first, like, street thing, there's, like, you know, just a wall with, like, some, you know, weird brackety-looking things on it. And if you walk straight forward, eventually your character walks straight up, goes up the wall, and disappears, and, like, the enemies stand around confusedly. <laughs> and, you know, it's a, it's a game-breaking glitch. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's a good way to get out of ever having to hand the controller over to your little brother. Uh, it's, a, it's a classic Ross Harrington move. Um... But, uh, yeah, eventually you get back down from there. Like, you fall and drop your slap bracelet and have to actually fight the guys. But it's a good way to waste time. Um, it's, a, it's a great game. It's classic. Great soundtrack. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I you know, assume that's why Johnny uh, keyed in on it. He started going alphabetically through the list of games we've already used. Somehow it was like, hey, Double Dragon. Hmm. There's no Double Dragon 1 on this list. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> I just started, I just I, I I sat down and said okay where are some games with punches and of course I immediately went to Double Dragon Control F Double Dragon. <gasps> <laughs> what is well this? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Um, should we speak to the fearsome nature of a Bobo and uh, how awesome he is, or did the Double Dragon movie just ruin him forever for all of us? <laughs> oh man, that movie. I mean, that, I mean, that movie is rough. Yeah. No, never rougher than when a Bobo is on screen. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I love a Bobo. I think it's one of the classic enemies. Like he's terrifying looking in this game. Like <laughs> he's just so enormous, uh, you know, so bald. And then the second one, I guess they tried to make him more something. They added like a haircut, and I'm just like, now hold on, man. I, you know, I, I like my Bobo's giant and bald. I like some big Karnov looking motherfuckers. Like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want a Bobo with a fucking, you know, like a little part in his hair. No, no, no. A Bobo doesn't have time to comb his hair. Keeps that shit clean shaved. Yeah. Bobo doesn't have time to comb his hair. A Bobo doesn't have hair. Exactly. <laughs> Why would he grow out his hair into that awful haircut? I mean, maybe it's because he's such an ass beater he could defend himself no matter what if I made fun of his haircut. But, uh... Yeah, uh, a Bobo's great. Double Dragon's great. You know. Uh, now, should we talk about the mode that we all played the most? Mode B. I don't remember what mode B was. Is that the fighting game mode? or? Yeah, yeah. the awful, awful fighting game mode that they have in there for some reason. That where you're playing thing. as larger, larger versions of the sprites. <laughs> and you can just run back and forth, like, you know, across this one stage. And... It's a very bad, like, head-to-head -head fighting game. <laughs> like, you know, so there, there is head-to-head -head action. Maybe that's the Mandela effect I'm thinking of. It's like, yeah, me and my brother played this together all the time. It's like, no, you played Mode B together all the time. It's like, no, we didn't, though. <laughs> like, nobody played Mode B. <laughs> like, I haven't known Mode uh, B was a thing. I'm going to have to try this out. I think we're going to have to stream us playing some Mode B. <laughs> like, yeah. Five or six playable characters, about five minutes worth of fun. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a stream that's in demand. It's uh it's fucking tight, man. But uh Johnny, you know, either uh give us uh give us your five favorite double dragon enemies, uh or uh, I think it's time to move on to the next game. Uh let's see, my favorite double dragon enemies are probably gonna be um a Bobo. 
He's got one. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Okay, that's two. Robert, Three. Robert Patrick. Okay, four. Movie Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> He's number five? Oh, man. <laughs> you got to work on that list, Johnny. <laughs> Where is Alyssa Milano? <laughs> She's not oh. an enemy. She... <laughs> oh, no, yeah. she ain't. <laughs> Game two.
So this game was intended to be the first in a new series of games localized for American audiences. Uh, this game even went so far as to include a teaser for the next game after you beat the game. The teased game, as well as all other planned releases, were never released outside of Japan. Alright, so you guys seem thoroughly confused. Do you need any further trivia while you get your answers towards the screen? No. Yes, please. Yes. Alright, no. since everybody's about to turn their answers over, this game was referenced in the Scott Pilgrim comic and movie. Oh, fuck. Uh, John Regan says Super Dodgeball. Incorrect. David Fleming says Sansan. Incorrect. And Jesse has the partially correct answer of Crash and the Boys. This is uh, more specifically Crash and the Boys Street Challenge. Um, a utterly bizarre game <laughs> for the uh, for the NES, starring those uh, those adorable little Cuneo characters, the the Cuneo Coon. Um, yeah, uh, Jesse, did you ever play Crash and the Boys? Uh, just a little bit. It's like a weird, like. Almost like uh, California games or yeah. skate or die type game, mm -hmm. but with a bunch of like street Dudes. challenges. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange. Um, I practically demand that you record a new video entry in uh, the I Am Terrible at series because I can't imagine anybody being good at this game. This this game is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. There's so much to like not know like what to do. Like if you didn't have I, you know, I was playing this to prepare for the show. I'm like, yeah, I kinda remember Crash and the Boys. I never owned it as a kid, but like I played it at some point and I tried doing like the hurdles event and I'm like, Okay, I don't remember how to do anything here. So I had to look up the manual and it's like Okay, this is supposed to be a four hundred meter hurdle race, one on one. Why is there a jump kick? Okay, so you can jump kick your opponent. You can also shoulder charge through the hurdle that breaks the hurdle, and then you can press a button to pick up the broken hurdle and throw it at your opponent. <laughs> this fucking game here, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, if you don't know what to do in this, like, you're totally fucked. <laughs> um... And I'm assuming that David and John have, you know, never played it. No idea about uh, anything in this game. I got nothing. It's all good, man. No. Uh... 
it's uh, so yeah, like Jesse said, it's kind of a California game style like series of challenges. You uh, you play, you actually get to choose your team, but the uh, the team they want you to choose is Crash and the boys. Uh, you know the uh, lead guy is Crash Cooney, and him and his uh, you know like you know crew of like uh, you know I want to I don't want to sign him like a class, but they're like the middle class kids. And the story of the game is that they're like you know good at all these things, and they've humiliated the rich kids enough so that the rich kids like challenge them to like an all-out street challenge, and uh, then the rich kids like pay some ringers. So like Crash and the boys gotta you know defend their street honor and compete in uh, hurdle jumping, uh, fucking hammer throw, uh, a rooftop run, which incorporates unicycles and pole vaulting. Uh, Naturally. And then the two most utterly flummoxing entries, the swimming uh, challenge and the street fighting. <laughs> uh, and it's those last two things I really want to key in on. Because, like, you know, the the hammer throw is one thing. It's like it's supposed to be like golf, but you're throwing a hammer. And, you know, it's, it's very strange. Uh, and the... The rooftop run is also utterly bizarre. Like, you know, it's just about trying to jump over and make it as far as you can. But, like, you have to grab poles to pole vault with or, like, drop the pole and grab a unicycle to ride on, like, wires. It's crazy. But the swimming is where it starts to get really insane. Like, it's, it's a race between two guys in, a like, a canal. Like, it's this it's a canal in the city, and you have to swim and race against each other. But there's no ending to the race. It's not like a 400-meter swimming race. The two guys jump in, and then it's basically you trying to drown your opponent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane, man. Oh Don't God. fuck with Crash and the boys. So you're going to be I'm sleeping saying, with like, the fishes. Man, like, the, and I looked, like I said, I looked at the manual, and it's like, you know, press B to pull your opponent underwater. <laughs> like, <laughs> while they're underwater, tap B to, like, hold them there and drain their oxygen. And once their oxygen is drained, their health starts going. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Awesome. <laughs> like, this, this is crazy. <laughs> this game sounds amazing. <laughs> this game got the Nintendo of America seal of approval. It did. <laughs> like, Hitler, you can't put Hitler in a game and blow up Hitler. But you can drag yeah. people. That's absolutely exactly. Fun. You can have a swimming race in which two teenage boys try to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Like it's nuts. And like yeah, so the whole mechanic of the swimming thing is like try to avoid your opponent, but also drown him. And then once your oxygen runs out, you have to like swim to the surface and try to relieve, uh, like to, to get some of your oxygen back. And that's when he can come and yank you back down. Like it's a fucking crazy thing. And so the first person to drown loses. There's no winning the swimming race. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When you play Crash of the, the Boys, you either win or you die. Um, the first person to drown loses. Yeah, no shit, John. I know, but I'm just saying, it's not like you can cross a finish line. It's like, all right, that motherfucker's dead. You know, Crash wins the race. <laughs> what? Default. Yeah. Default. <laughs> Maybe that's just how they do it in Japan. Like, gotta settle this in the canals. It's like, oh my god, one of those kids ain't coming home. This, uh, this is bad. <laughs> like, we should settle it in the canals. There has to be a better way. Maybe we can go and do some street fighting instead. Um, and so yeah, the and the street fighting is, uh, it's pretty fun, man. It's so it's you know kind of a little bit of that River City Ransom stuff because it's the Kunio Kun series. So you got the punch and the kick. And you got like, uh, but they took away like the jump kick and stuff like that. You can't pick your opponent up and like hit somebody else with him. Um, but like, 
if you run and press punch, you do a shoulder charge. If you run and press kick, you do a uh, like a jump kick. And then the whole the mechanics of the fighting are odd. Like you try to beat up the other guy, and then you get into a grapple with him, and you press B as much as possible to drain the other guy's like uh, power meter. And when you drain his power meter, it lets you perform a super move. And uh, it you know it's a weird thing where like you know once the, his power meter is drained, the names of all these super moves start scrolling on the bottom of the thing, and you press A on one of them, and your guy does that move, and like you know does the thing where he does like a super fucking pile driver like Zangief, <laughs> you know? or uh, you know does like a like a tumbling throw and throws the guy super far, or does like the king from Tekken big swing like. It's very strange, and it's always the last event. It's not. It's like, so no matter what, like we're settling this with a fist fight, like an insane, you know, super powered fist fight. Okay, yeah, sure, Crash and the boys, whatever you say, man. Um, it's uh, it's really, really something. Like I feel like this would have been a game that like my parents would have read and be like, oh, that looks nice. Like look at those those nice boys on the cover. Then they like it's like, now wait a minute, like. He threw the hurdle at the other guy during the race, and he jump-kicked him in the middle of the race? Like, I don't know about that. Wait, the swimming, it's just drowning each other? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I, I love how it's, like, every every single, like, match or type is based around some kind of fight, but, like, disguising it. Like, oh, we've got, you know, yeah. this hammer toss, but you have to hit somebody. We've got this, you know, water race, but you have to drown him. And then they get to the end of those, like, fuck it, you're in a street yeah, fight. Yeah, exactly. I'm done with this. Fucking fight each other. <laughs> yeah. Let's just drop uh, all this pretense. Yeah. This whole sporting idea was ridiculous. These kids should just fight. <laughs> like, um, we, have a new, we have a new event that's like pick up and play baseball, except instead of bats, they're shanks. Now get out there. <laughs> exactly. Prison yard. <laughs> um... Yeah, and so they thought this was going to be a new series. They were going to make a Crash in the Boys series that was going to come out in America. Uh, when you beat this game, it says, like, coming soon, Crash in the Boys Ice Challenge. And it's all, like, hockey and winter sports. So I'm like, oh, dope. I wonder how that was. And I looked up. It's like, never came out. <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> that sounds fantastic, too. And then they were going to release Crash in the Boys Soccer Challenge, uh, like Diamond Challenge, which is baseball for the Super NES. And then uh, they also had, like, a Game Boy version of Street Challenge they were going to put out. They didn't put out any of them. I don't know. I mean, I chalk it up to this coming out for the NES in 1992. It's, like, wrong time to try and uh, penetrate the market with some some hot new kid-killing game. Like, it's, uh, yeah. Wait, Got to port that I'm up sorry. to the SNES. <laughs> I'm sorry. This game was released in 1992 for the NES, and they were expecting a series. I guess. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Really thought Crash okay. and the Boys were going to take America by storm. <laughs> uh, you know, America loves its street youths. Um, but yeah, it's, John, uh, I don't think it's ever, a game. I don't think I've ever heard you sound more older than you ju did just then. We said street I'm sorry. youths. <laughs> what else should you call them, man? I don't want to call them like, you know, like uh, truants. They're, you know, they're street youths and they're competing in athletic contests. Somehow, How about sh street toughs? There you go. That makes them sound really cool. Uh, but the point is, they're young, man. They're not, you know, they're not like, I don't know. They're not a weird old gang. They're a weird young gang. <laughs> but Street Youth sounds like the name of some indie beat-em-up. Like, we want to recapture the feel of Double Dragon, but we don't have the Double Dragon license, so we're going to call it Street Youth. <laughs> sounds like a bootleg version of Cratch and the Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I would have played Street Youths just on principle. I'm sure would have had sick ass box art. <laughs> oh, it would have been fantastic. But uh, but yeah, this game. It's uh, I feel like we got to get together and play it next time we're all hanging out because it's like it, it's one of those games where it's less fun to play against a computer. Like I was I was playing against a computer and. That's that's where my problem lies. If you and I, if one of us starts playing the game together and we don't know what we're doing, then we're on equal footing and we're all figuring it out together. When you start playing this game against the computer and that hurdle race starts and the computer guy jump kicks you and throws a hurdle at you and like you lose the race, it's like, now hold the fuck up. Like, what did I, mm, I thought this was just going to be a straight up hurdle race. <laughs> like... Yeah, the, the computer never lets up. So yeah, it's it. I think it's much more fun to play with uh, with some friends. So I think we got to get this together, man. I think uh, I think we all got to play some Crash and the Boys at some point. Um, yeah, maybe we. Oh, Jesse, maybe we can do a team up of uh, you know we are terrible at and just do like a series of Crash and the Boys uh, challenges because uh, trust me, they're not easy <laughs> and they're, yeah. they're barely fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> But uh, it's it's cool, man. It's uh, it's one of those uh, just one of those relics. It's like, how didn't this catch on in America? Like, you know, were we so enamored with our Mega Man X's that we forgot about Crash and the Boys? Yes, yes. that's exactly <laughs> yes. what happened. Like, there were much better games to play. Uh, but uh, anyway, cool game, uh, great tunes. Uh, you know, I, I like the uh, confused look on your faces when you guys thought I had brought River City Ransom back on the show. And, uh, Johnny, I think it's time to keep it going, man. So let's go on to the third event, the Hammer Throw. And, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, see which one of these boys comes out on top. <coughs> Ooh, I don't like that at all. Let's do another take. <laughs> Game three.
So this is our fan request. Um, trivia for this game. In order to make this game stand out from other games in this genre, the initial concept was to have the camera positioned behind the player character. However, it was hard for the player to judge the distances of their punches, which in turn created the main mechanic of the game. you guys get your answers ready uh shout out to underachiever mako in the discord channel for requesting this and shout out to the discord channel that spoiled this game twice <laughs> it happens that means we got first time viewers <laughs> and that means that we have a hat trick because everyone says arms This is arms. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Thank you, David. I think there's a, a, a constitutional right to play this game. Is there? Or was there the? Yes. You know, was there a mandate to download that demo and then uh, decide the right later? To play arms. Hmm. Oh God! That's a dumb joke. Really dumb, and you just made it dumber. Oh man. <sighs> I, you know, I really thought, you know. You're like really st st like stumping for this game. I'm like, it's fine, Jesse. I don't know what your problem is. Like, <sighs> I'm upset with myself. Let's do a fresh take. So uh, we were all right to guess arms. Um, no, no, the moment's lo it's lost. What? What are you trying to do? God damn it! Forget it. <laughs> so uh, David, 
you're a you're a resident arms guy. Arms um, dealer. Okay. Am I? Jesse, I want you to keep these arms jokes coming fast and furious, man. I don't want you to contribute in any way except arm jokes. Well, I don't want to start some kind of arms war, you know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try so, uh, to keep these at arm's length. Hey, Spikes! <laughs> Let's see if we can get Johnny to use every sound on the soundboard. Yeah. Um... You're so, going to uh, need so a David. whole army to stop him. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, David. Um, arms. So, arms. Yes. Um, arms. Am, am, I the, am I the only one who has played arms? I like the sequel, Hammer. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> bad. Uh, it's bad, but none of us can stop laughing. Yeah. It's funny, though, because it's like, it would also be funny. It's like, I like the sequel, Legs. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is this game came out right around the time as that fighting game Dropkick. That was all about drop kicks. Like, wait a minute. Like, if you put these two games together, you would have like a full fighting game. Yeah, if you could use your arms and your legs. So, in this game, David, you're the one that's played it. It's a game in which you play as a pair of arms. Um, not quite. You you play as a a character who has a pair of arms, um, and those arms are interchangeable. So every character has some form of stretchy arms, so you can have different, like, gloves to use. Right. So that kind of goes back to the trivia, like, I guess when they were developing it, it's like, we want to put the camera behind the character, uh, but you couldn't tell how far you were punching, so they said, like, you know what, fuck it, everybody has stretchy arms, so you can punch as far as you want. So yeah. would you say that this game is kind of like a... Weird spiritual successor to Punch-Out. They were originally going to incorporate Little Mac into the roster, um, but decided against it to focus more on original characters. But yes, it, it is... The comparisons to Punch-Out are very well documented by many people, and a lot of people are pissed that Little Mac is not in this game, because he would be a perfect fit. But the, the characters that they have are very interesting and really well designed. And the game has a lot of charm and personality. It just never quite caught on the way that people, or I guess the way that Nintendo wanted it to. Because uh, they were pushing this game real hard. Hmm. Yeah, and they, they didn't push it hard enough for me. Like I said, I, I downloaded that demo. Uh like the global test punch or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of fun. But I immediately recognized it was not the kind of game that I wanted to get uh, just because I wasn't going to have anybody to actually, like, play it with. Like, it seems like a game that's a lot of fun to play with a friend. And I'm not saying it's no fun to play against a computer, or I guess you can play it online, but, like, it, it was it was like, mm, no, without, like, David here to hang out and actually, like, stand in the living room and feel silly with. Like, I don't know if I got it. I don't know if I got this game in me. So, yeah. It's well, that's one of the things that they, they kind of did the Splatoon model with this, where it's like, we're going to release this game and then just keep adding new stuff to it for free to keep drawing you back. 
Um, but it was that works really well in like an online shooter like Splatoon, where you have a handful of stages and then they just add in more stages. When you have a fighting game that launches with like seven characters, that doesn't quite work out exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. That's what got me out of Street Fighter V. I never looked back. <laughs> Fucking asshole, you know, game. Um, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's definitely, it's a fun game, and it has its moments, and it definitely improved as they added more stuff to it. Uh, one of the things that I really liked about it that they added in an update was configurable button schemes. Because you can play this right. game with the two Joy-Cons, like, punching with that, or you can use it just, like, controlling normally with the button controls. But you couldn't adjust anything until an update. And if I remember, they tethered block to, like, pushing the left joystick in. Like, ah, it was a ew. very bizarre control scheme. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then once they made it, it's like, oh, you can adjust that. Like, oh, this game got so much more fun to play. All right. Right. Yeah, man, good. Uh, I was trying to think of, like, I feel like Nintendo's been doing that lately. They've been having the, like, release it with a decent amount of stuff and then come back for more later, like, uh, like you said, with Splatoon. Uh, they did it with Mario Tennis for Switch. Like, maybe they're finally catching on to, like, just kind of keeping up with, like, a little peppering of, uh, you know, DLC every now and then, you know. But, uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, this one uh, just didn't uh, didn't do enough to draw me in initially. You know, it's fun. It's a fun concept. Like, and they make it look fun when you're watching them on like uh, you know those Nintendo streams, man. Like the Treehouse and stuff, the E3 where they were showing this off. They were really selling this arms. Like, it's and uh, that's what like the. I, I don't know the exact sales figures, but I don't think it did the money that they wanted it to, mm. which is a shame because it's a good game, but I feel like the sequel to this game would be amazing. Yeah, they'd like, probably just let nail them it. <laughs> iron stuff out, you know, polish a few things. I don't know if it's going to get a sequel, but I kind of hope it does. Right. Because it's, it's a cool concept, and a lot of the characters are really interesting, and, like, I want to see more of this just slightly better. Yeah, I also feel like it... You know, I think actually it's, uh, you know, it's a it's a feather in Nintendo's cap that fantastic first year of the Switch. But I feel like this just got swallowed up in that first year. It's like, yeah, we got Breath of the Wild, we got you know Mario Kart, we got Splatoon 2, uh, got Arms, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Like, you know, there were so many fucking like big releases. It's like, oh, hey, didn't Arms come out? Like, well, it did. Also, Shit. This came out. This came out, like, pretty early in the Switch's life. It's like, hey, don't you want to check out this brand new fighting game? It's like, dude, I'm I'm only, like, a third of the way through Breath of the Wild. No. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't have time for this. Uh, unless you're going to give Link a set of springy arms, then no, I'm not interested. <laughs> Which, know, while Nintendo I was Nintendo label for VR, trivia, VR update? That's all well and good. Springy arms update. That's, God, why, why uh, that's hasn't, where you get your pay dirt. Why hasn't a, has a Zelda game ever incorporated punching as an attack you can actually do? It's always swords, crossbows, but like, has there ever been a game where Link can actually punch something? There's mm. a mini game in Twilight Princess where you like sumo wrestle a Goron, and Ooh. I think you can like box with him. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say the next closest thing, like you get the mole mitts and uh, like fucking. Uh, oh yeah. In fuck, minish cap. That's the word I'm looking for. We get some mitts, but it's not really punching. It's more like scratching. Um, what kind of attacks do you do as the Goron in uh, Majora's Mask? Yes, thank you. You punch the shit out of yeah, stuff. You fucking throwing Goron haymakers, baby. Rock makers. Um, 
Yeah, but I okay, do, so like, there I'm, is punching in a Zelda game, in everyone's favorite Zelda game, Majora's Mask, that we'll talk about for the rest of this time. Um, no, <laughs> arms. <laughs> While looking for trivia, uh, apparently similar to Splatoon, like Splatoon was almost Mario Paintball, they they d- thought about incorporating Mario and Link into this game, and they were like, no, you know what, this doesn't fit with the style at all. Let's just let's just make new characters. Yeah. It's like, but could you imagine like Link with springy arms? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. You know, like you said, it's a boxing game, and they didn't incorporate Little Mac into it. Like it really if, feels like a natural fit. Like, what if Link just had two hook shots? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's probably what his arms would have been. I mean, that's what tw- that happened in Twilight Princess, and it was dope. <laughs> yeah. Had that arms it's fight just, against that dragon up in the Sky Palace. It was yeah. great. It's just hook shots, but instead of like a pointy end, it's just a boxing glove. God. So, they need to have that. Yeah. If only they, you know, there wasn't any, like even a hook shot in Breath of the Wild, but yeah, you know. Next Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild 2, all hook shot edition with <laughs> boxing gloves. You know, they, you know, they should make it, man. Can't be that hard to make this. You know, we're just. <laughs> Can't be hard to make this. <laughs> I'm sure they can mod, like, arms characters into, like, the Breath of the Wild map. Like, just imagine traversing that world as, like, a springy, like, boxing man. Like, <laughs> it'd be fucking hilarious. I'd, like, I'd play the shit out of that. You're in, like, the Hyrule Mountaintops, and there's a Lionel, and you're just a springy man. <laughs> just like, what do I do? You face. punch him, obviously. <laughs> like, he's got an electric bow and arrow. Keep punching him. <laughs> well, that's like the the great thing about Breath of the Wild is how it incorporates the environment and everything. So it's like, how do you beat this Lionel? You hide behind a rock, and then you throw a springy punch from around <laughs> the side. He can't see you, yep. so he doesn't know where it's coming from. You got to do it wanted style. You got to curve the fist. <laughs> just, I, I love just throw it around the rock. Uh, playing Breath of the Wild and going up to the top of the mountain is taking in the serenity and the beauty of everything. As he's standing there, just kind of bouncing around all springy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, these characters, they're charming, man. And Breath of the Wild's charming. So, yes, you know, just you got to compile the charm after a while. You got to add things in. So, let's hope Nintendo does that. Let's just, you know, open up all the code to all the Nintendo games, smush them all together. You know, get Link traversing the Super Mario Odyssey stages, and you get the ARMS characters and the Splatoon kids running wild in the new Hyrule. It should happen. I don't understand coding, but I, d- I can't imagine it's hard to do. I do understand coding, and John, you're right on the money. Good! That is 100% oh, how it works. You just, like, flip some switches, press some buttons, turn some knobs, and bingo, bango, it's there. You just take two... (laughs) That's how Smash Bros. is made, right? You take two discs, you put them in the right group at the same time, you meld them together, pull them out, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Two games love each other very much. You just gotta make sure you go to the file menu and click export to switch. Yeah. So that way it goes onto the cartridge and you're good to go. You put them in the same compressed folder, you you zip two games together, and then you unzip them and it becomes one game smushed together. Sometimes you have to download like a a converter program, you know, convert this game from GameCube to Switch and it's real easy, like 10 minutes. We're all being stupid, but David actually has the most accurate process of what it's like to like, it really is like every time I say right click export to console that that is how it works basically. Like that's really oh, not yeah, that no, hard. we all know that, but you know, you can't right click link and export them into arms. Uh, you know. Although I'm so John, that's about just you, insane. <laughs> you mentioning like Breath of the Wild Link going around the Mario Odyssey stages, but in my head, I was still imagining Springy Link, so I'm like Spring Link climbing up the buildings in New Dong City. I'm into it, I'm very into it. <laughs> 
we gotta get this Nintendo universe really universal, man. Like, just gotta bring them all together. I, you know, I'm into it. Um, starting with arms. Arms can be the one. They just bring everybody in in a great big Nintendo hug with those silly spring arms. Yeah. Arms is the center of the Nintendo universe. Fuck and, Mario, and it's the, arms. Exactly. And the commercial can have that song with arms wide open. Mmm, god damn it. Johnny, sound. Uh, I think I'm out. Wait. No, oh, damn it. That didn't. Uh, Friends. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's what we've been looking for the whole time. <laughs> but anyway, uh, fuck yeah. Arms. Great soundtrack. Uh, great arms. Um, yeah, there's there's so little to say about it. Arms. Um, um, I just want to say, like, once again, shout out to the requester, Underachiever Mako. Um, I am super glad this game got requested because I wanted to use it because I really like the soundtrack. But basically, all of the songs use the same melody, so it's very obvious what it is. Yeah, So, as someone pointed out in our chat tonight, hey, it's the arms chant. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently, if you played the game, you kind of know the songs. It's like, yeah, if you've watched any trailer or played any part of this game, Game, all of the music is recognizable, but I really wanted to use it, so I'm glad it got requested. So it wasn't my game. I'd like before we move on. I do want to give a shout out to the chat for giving me one of the easier points I've ever had. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. We can't have Johnny scoring points. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Johnny, uh, let's uh, let's keep it going, man. Game four.
So, this is the first game in this series since the Game Boy game to not feature the main character's partner slash sidekick. an additional trivia hint now that it's too late to Google? Yes. Mm, yeah, go for it. Um, as far as I was able to see, this is the first game to feature the main character's current voice actor, Takashi Nagasako. Oh, great. Helpful. Japanese voice actor trivia. I'd expect no less from Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see some answers. So, Jesse says Mario 3D Land, sadly incorrect. Uh, John Harrington says Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, and I believe John Regan says Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, or it might be Jungle Blast? Beat. It's Beat. Those are two correct answers. Johnny's got the beat. Yeah. Johnny's got the jungle? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's... Yeah, but Johnny's got the Donkey Kong. He's the, he's the Donkey Kong of the show. So yeah, there's yeah. that. Yes. Anyway, where's his um, tie? Yeah. Exactly. Why aren't you? <laughs> where's where you wearing a tie? Yeah. Why am I yeah, wearing? Yeah. Take your shirt off and wear a tie. I did it backwards. I did the shirt and no tie. <laughs> I need a tie and no shirt. 
Skyrim, you already fucked this up. Get butt naked and put on a tie. But Detective Sipowicz wears a tie with a short sleeve shirt. Yeah, no, Johnny did the reverse Donkey Kong. Instead of being butt naked with just a tie, he is fully clothed but not wearing a tie. The old reverse Donkey Kong, a.k.a. dressing normally. The reverse Donkey Kong sounds like it should be something far more nefarious. Oh, it usually is. But in Johnny's case... It's, From uh, now on, instead of saying that I am dressed, I'm going to say I'm pulling a reverse Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wearing a tie at all. I know. I'm reverse Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, so, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, though. Uh, yeah, thank you for that trivia, David, because uh, it took a go- you know Googling of the Donkey Kong franchise, because I'm like, oh, that's some nice Donkey Kong music. What was the like newest Donkey Kong-ish game? And it's like... Donkey Konga? No, I don't think you punched anybody in that. Oh, it's probably that Jungle Beat, the one that's not the like rhythm game, but it's played with drums. So say yes, this is the Donkey Kong game uh, that uses the Congo controller that's not a rhythm game. Although, because it uses the Bungo controllers, it kind of is. It's a it's a 2D platformer, but it it plays like those music levels in the Rayman series where like mm. if you get a good rhythm, it kind of like goes along to the beat. Okay. All right. I can dig that. Having now played like the Runner series and a little bit of that Rayman, like okay, that makes more sense to me because at first it's like David, first question: What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> you know, why does this game why is this game played with bongo drums? But yeah, if it's if it's got some beat to it, then okay, okay, I'll give it that. But uh, you know, what about us whiteies with our lack of rhythm? Uh, is it hard? Yes. Okay. Um, that's, that's what I thought. Well, because I I actually never played this on the GameCube with the bongo controllers. I played the Wii version that used Wii controls. So instead of moving by originally, you would. Move to the right by slapping the right bongo. Move to the left, slapping the left one. You'd hit both of them together to jump, mm. and then you would clap, and that would make you do like a clap gesture. So that's how you controlled the entire game. With the Wii version, um, you had the analog stick and the nunchuck to move. Well, and that's useful. Like, <laughs> you would shake the the controls to like simulate the drums, because eventually, when you got to the boss fights. And this is why I chose this game. You have to, like, dodge out of the way of the attacks because you fight um, several bosses, but most of them, the the most recognizable ones are there's a series of apes. There's, like, a Ninja Kong, a Sumo Kong. So, like, they throw a punch and you dodge, and then you sit there and pound on the drums, and you beat the fuck out of them. Right. Like... The, uh, the new Final Smash that uh, Donkey Kong has where he just, like, weighs into you, it's based on this game. Like, you get oh, okay. cutscenes of Donkey Kong just, like, wailing on these apes. Because I, yeah, I didn't want to pick, like, a, a fighting game. I didn't want to pick, like, a beat-em-ups. Like, what other games are there punching? He's like, oh, yeah, there's that Donkey Kong bongo game right. where he punches the fuck out of everything. Say, Donkey Kong punches the shit out of stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought that Final Smash, I mean, granted, it's only because I haven't played this, but I thought it was also an homage to Donkey Kong Country Returns, how you beat the shit out of the bosses when you play them. Like, And, uh, you know, uh, if it got its start here, that's fine with me. Donkey Kong Punch and stuff is great. Uh, so, uh, so, like, 
Is it actually like, you know, you dodge and then fucking wail on him, or is it like Donkey Kong Country Returns where you beat him and then, like, you get to finish him by wailing on him? Oh, no, you you wail on them. Okay, like, good. You good. move, <laughs> like, if you, and I, it's it's hard to track down this game, even the, the version on Wii, so at least look up a video of, like, the boss fight playthroughs, because it's, like, a one-on-one -on -one match, like, over-the-shoulder view, and you'll see Donkey Kong kind of, like, slip out of the way slow-mo, and then just start beating I love and it. it's that's that's one of the downsides like it's easier to move in the Wii version but you, you sit there and you shake that Wii controller and you don't get that tactile sensation of just banging on drums and watching Donkey Kong punch mm -hmm. severely that's right but I, you know and I thank you for bringing up the other Kongs because that reminded me it's like oh yeah I, I know about these other Kongs like we talked about these Kongs and then Donkey Kong themed uh, lightning round at some point it's got you know Dread Kong and Sumo Kong and Karate Kong like these Kongs are fucking sick man <laughs> yeah they all have like these evil red eyes with no pupils yeah dude they, yeah, they look like the apes from fucking uh that awful 90s movie, Congo. <laughs> like, these are some evil monkeys, man. <laughs> I, I also like the, um, <laughs> there was a, there's another, like, set of bosses that you fight that are basically elephant mechs. They're, like, elephant tanks where they use their trunk to, like, snort up exploding pineapples and shoot them at you. Nice. It's a very weird game, but it's... It's interesting because this game was done by uh, Nintendo EAD right before they did like the Mario Galaxy games. And it has that same kind of like wacky control. Let's see. Let's do every type of level we can imagine and see what sticks. Like you'll bounce off flower pads. You'll get to giant dandelions and grab onto them and then kind of like spin as you pull them down and then use them to launch yourself away. Like it's a very creative game yeah and it seemed it's like a test run for a lot of stuff that they ended up doing later on yeah good i like it now you know like i said i like these uh, these you know really edgy kongs man <laughs> like, and it's it's it bring these guys back like it's a very underplayed game like not many people have gone back to this and I remember when this game came out, most people were bitching about it because of the weird bongo drums and because, like, it wasn't Donkey Kong Country. It's right. like, you, you hop on, like, a giant wildebeest and people are like, why isn't it Rambi? Fuck this. It's like, yeah, but it's a fun game. I was going to say. It's a really creative, enjoyable game. Yeah, oh, no, you had to ride something that's not the thing you usually ride. Like, that's, that's not really a deal breaker for me. The bongos... Or nearly a deal breaker for me, but it, you know, it just whatever. It wasn't going to come up. I, you know, I moved on from the GameCube. I think at that point, but it's like, yeah, seriously, you're going to get mad because Donkey Kong's not riding his usual animal helpers. Like, did you not notice that Diddy's not in the game either? Or did anybody care? Like, where is Diddy? I mean, fuck Diddy, Rambi though. Yes, exactly. Like, the real Rambi. important, you know, second star of Donkey Kong Country, the rhinoceros who you ride. It's very in important. three levels. Like, yeah. You know, rhinoceros are in danger, David. Uh, you gotta, you know, gotta get all your time in with Rambi while you can. You can't just be riding wildebeest. You gotta be riding those endangered species like rhinoceroses and ostriches and gigantic frogs that can be ridden by a gorilla. <laughs> um, <laughs> frogs big enough to be ridden by a gorilla, David. <laughs> you know, where are they in Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, exactly. 
And who put them in the boxes in Donkey Kong Country? Seriously, I have questions. Like, why, why are we okay with the subjugation of these poor animals? Um, all that and more on my very woke animal discussion show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the Jungle Beat, man. Yeah, I like it. I, you know, the... It's got that mid two thousands Nintendo art style, like you said. It's got you know it's like pre Mario Galaxy, so I think they were feeling creative. But you know, uh, it's hard to sell people on that fucking bongo controller. <laughs> like, and then it's you know it's funny because it's hard to sell people on Wii controllers after a while. It's like everybody bought the Wii. It's like oh cool yeah bowling's great. It's like cool cool cool. We got that that Donkey Kong game you guys didn't like from a couple years ago. Do you want to give it another shot? No. We don't. We, you know, we would like Mario Kart though. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We don't really want Donkey Kong anymore, unless you're gonna make Donkey Kong Country Returns. We'll wait for that. Go make that. But uh, you know, no, we don't want to play Donkey Kong Jungle Beat again. We want to play Mario Kart until we get Smash Brothers. Hey, we've got a, we've got that Donkey Kong game. Now it's on the Wii. You interested? Yeah, actually, that look. Wait, he's still not writing Rambi. No, yeah. give us Rambi. Where's Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's the question we're all asking. Where is he? Um, but yeah, you know, good game. I you know, feel like there's a good, you know good song from this in like the Smash Brothers soundtrack that I listened to at some point. I'm like, oh yeah, I should play that Donkey Kong Jungle beat at some point. And then uh, I just didn't. So uh, I'm gonna have to you know have to visit this soundtrack. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, you know I dig those DK tunes, man. Um, yeah, because I was looking up the um, the composer because I wondered like who is who did they get since it obviously wasn't like the rare team, uh, and the guy who composed it, Mahito Yokota, uh, went on to do like Mario Galaxy, Captain Toad, New Super Mario Brothers U. Like again, nice. this guy, this was like the very beginning of like the modern Mario stuff that they're doing. Yep, good, I like it. Yeah, yeah it's a good game. Yeah, they were feeling themselves. And, you know, if they went from this and were like, okay, well, maybe we got to give a, you know, put a little extra into Super Mario Galaxy to avoid, uh, you know, should we, uh, are you saying we should scrap the, you know, Super Mario Galaxy bongo controllers? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Let's, <laughs> let's just, you know, really focus on making it a tight Wii experience. We'll, we'll bring back a new play control with Donkey Kong Jungle Beat when people are ready. They'll love it. Um... But yeah, no, it's uh, it's a cool game, man. I'm glad we got it on the show. I'm glad we got that soundtrack, man. And uh, unless there's something else, and I think it's time to uh, you know keep the keep moving to the beat. Uh, Johnny, slap those bongos, man. Clap those things, and uh, let's move on to, to game five. Game five.
In November 2004, Marvel Comics filed a lawsuit against the developers of this game. Is feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. Would you say you're feeling super? (laughs) Feeling better now. All right, we got Johnny with a penis, and we got uh, John and David with City of Heroes, which is correct. So, uh, City of Heroes. Um, So, this game is fascinating because. For one, I thought I would never get to play this game again because in 2012, the servers were shut down and for the longest time, uh, it it appeared no one had, you know, any of the original code and all that stuff because just because uh, like a MMO dies, um, some people can somehow keep private servers going like Star Wars Galaxies still has private servers and... um, there are a few other games that, even games that are currently running have private servers, but it was just a, kind of like a mystery to me as to why, for some reason, no one had ever done it with City of Heroes. And uh, recently, though, <clears throat> the past month or so, it's come out, it's been a very weird situation where uh, this guy just started streaming himself playing City of Heroes, and people were like, uh, what's going on? And he's like, oh yeah, these guys, uh, had this private server that was really super duper private. No one knew about this thing. Um, from what I've gathered, like, one of the original, uh, developers gave, like, all the important information and code and the, you know, Johnny stuff to this, uh, (laughs) some dude was like, hey, uh, I don't want this game to die, so do what you got to do, but, you know, keep it on the DL. And, like, I guess it just kept secret for a long time, and finally someone was like, look, we're only, this is a, a, a massively multiplayer online game, and we're only playing with, like, 50 people. Fuck this, I'm going to tell a bunch of people, and we're going to try to get more people in on this. And so then there was a weekend where... Uh, I'd heard about it, and, like, everyone was trying to play this game. They only had, like, one server up, 
And so for a whole weekend, we were getting to play, and then the dude was like, hey, we got to shut it all down. Uh, there's some legal stuff going on, and sorry. you know." And it looked really bleak for a minute, like, oh, fuck, it was just a cock tease. Hmm. And then, you know, uh, like a couple days later, they're like, oh, it was just, you know, some misinformation, and we're still good to go. And they've been working on this thing. There's four different uh, shards now that people can play on, and... Uh, I don't know if you guys are like actually familiar with the City of Heroes game. I know David is. John, yes. Johnny. I, I know of it, yeah. but I don't really know about it. Yeah. So this is um, one of like the, I wouldn't say original MMOs, but like maybe like the second generation of MMOs. Like it came out maybe a little bit before WoW or about the same time. And it was superheroes. Johnny? Oh, I was going to say, I think there was a period like how nowadays everybody has a podcast. I think there's a period where everybody had an MMO. Like, every, oh, yeah. every company was making MMOs, like, just left and right. And I think yeah. that was when this game came out. Like, it was peak. Like, if, if, if you wanted to play an MMO, there was an MMO for you. Like, there was a Star Trek MMO, uh, this... Um, you know, Guild Wars, RuneScape, like all, all those things. Did they make a oh, Matrix yeah. MMO at some point? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they did. They, they really were trying a lot of things. But yeah, it seems like City of Heroes would be a pretty fucking great idea. Like, make a superhero and hang out in a big city with other people. Like, yeah, that sounds like, great. <laughs> David can attest to this that their character creator was fucking amazing. Like it was you, insane. You would get lost hours upon hours just making the perfect superhero and cuz they had so many different options. You could make people, you could make Marvel characters. That's why the Marvel lawsuit was like, "Hey, people are running around making fucking Wolverine. This is some bullshit. What if we mm. want to make an MMO?" And, we uh, don't, but what if we did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember um seeing like how many people were just like the strong like bruiser type superhero and were just giant guys in nothing but pants with like pale green skin oh yeah like and all of them had names like dulk Dulk. folk folk Kulk. <laughs> like it was very clear good old shulk yeah <laughs> ah i remember yeah the, i remember one time me and a bunch of friends uh, got together and made the Hundred Acre Heroes, and like I made a gigantic, gross yellow uh, uh, bear wearing a red shirt named Pooh, and he would just run around yelling "Pooh Smash!" and it was pretty great. Um, that's I, what that's what Winnie the Pooh should be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was also uh, the City of Villains, which you could play as a villain, and so they had you know places where they could meet and you could like PvP and stuff. And there's so many different like superpower options, like you could you could make what you wanted to make. Uh, the one one thing I will say, when it comes to the superhero MMO genre, is uh, DC Universe Online. They had really good super speed. Uh, super speed in this game is kind of you just you can run really fast, mm. but in DCU you can like run up the side of buildings and stuff, which makes more sense. That's cool. But, um, I definitely remember, because um, I played more City of Villains than City of Heroes, and one of my favorite things was they had, like, special events going on, and there was one right in the wintertime where you had to go on to, like, there was a ship 
docked in the docks and everything. You had to go, you had to fight off the guys as the villain, and then you had to take, there were like five themed presents that you had to take away from this ship and then take them back to your hideout. And then they gave you, I think like a jetpack was the ultimate reward. Yeah. But the, the ship was collecting all of these presents and then it was going to go off the docks and deliver them to an orphanage. And you basically had to steal Christmas. That was great. Nice. Yeah, all the villain stuff was cool. Like you could do a certain amount of mission, regular, like regular old missions, and then you got to do a bank heist, and you'd have to go, and you could like blow up cars and stuff, and cops would try to stop you, and then you get into the bank, and you had to like blow up the like vault door, and then like some like random superhero will show up and try to stop you, and you beat them. It's it's oh, it's such a great game, and like. You fly, like, if you have, like, flight, you can fly around, and it's just so cool to, like, fly around on rooftops, and, and, um, there are some, like, areas where big, like, events will happen. There's this uh, one port, Independence Port, and sometimes this giant octopus will attack, and so if you're there, then you and all these other heroes are trying to, like, uh, fight back this giant octopus, and it's, like, so comic booky and great, and... They they really did a good job, like building their universe, because like there's so many heroes, there's so many villains, like as far as their own lore is concerned, and then you got all the players and stuff, and it just was real cool, like like it felt like a legitimate comic book universe, like it could rival, you know, maybe Marvel or DC to some degree with the amount of thought and and love they put in their characters and. It was really, it really sucked when it shut down. <laughs> yeah, man, sounds like it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I'm into it. They should, uh, they should kind of bring it back. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Well, there's well, a private server. You can play I, it now. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, why the fuck would they ever shut this down in the first place? This seems like the kind of thing yeah, that would have had know. ongoing support no matter what. Like, you know, who doesn't want to be a superhero flying around a city? Uh, it is funny though. You mentioned like the super speed thing. I could see that presenting a serious problem if like they actually wanted to have people move like as fast as Quicksilver. Like this yeah. game came out in 2004. We can't render enough city to let you move around. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that sounds fun as shit. Like I, you know, I don't understand why they would ever let this go. Like unless they just weren't making money, in you know, which case, you know, money. I don't, uh, it seems like it was some kind of weird shady thing with NCSoft and. I know a lot of people are pretty upset with them, and uh, right. Yeah, so. and like I said, I think this it was peak MMO. I think everyone had an MMO. I think that this may have suffered a bit in terms of being, um, you know, it was the, oversaturation. Yeah, it was an oversaturated market at the time. Word. Still though. Sit Plus here. it was. <laughs> I mean, the game came out in what, like two thousand four? Yeah. And the first Iron Man movie was in, like, 2008, 2009. So it was, like, just before mm. the superhero, like, hit peak mainstream. That's true. Maybe it was too early, man. They, yeah. You know, they peaked out. And it's like, oh, that's a nice idea. But, you know, you're not going to have, you know, huge support. But if they, if, see, and if they had waited until, like, 2008 and put it out to go along with Iron Man, then they would have gotten, like, super Marvel sued. So, you know, there's, uh, it's, that's it's not, true. there's no way to win this unless Marvel somehow makes their own MMO. But we know that, you know, now that they're with Disney, they're not interested in making games anymore. So, yeah, there's, uh, I guess, yeah, <sighs> people are uh, resigned to that private server life. That's just how it's going to be. I don't be. know, that Ultimate Marvel, uh, 
Alliance for Switch is coming out this year. I'm very happy I'm about very that. I'm very excited for that <laughs> game, too. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, yeah, credit where credit's due. But, uh, yeah, besides that, um, yeah, I uh, you know, kind of wish... Uh, Kind of wish something like this had like some official support, cause yeah, you know, I, I'm not an MMO player, but this seems like kind of thing that if somebody had told me sooner what was going on, I'd be like, yeah, I'll give that a shot. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> of course, I want to make my own superhero. I'm like, yes, you know, just fucking, you know, Wolverine, but but me, so like taller, yeah, It'd be great. <laughs> you know, can we make Wolverine a little stockier? And you know, <laughs> yeah, sure, cool, we got him. Wait, John, are you saying the only difference between you and Wolverine is height? Yes, <laughs> and nationality. He is Canadian, famously. Um, you know, he's a he's a knucklehead, and I am not. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you know me and I mean, Wolverine, like, I've always seen myself in Wolverine. It's not that hard, man. It makes sense. Like, I've always had adamantium and I mean, claws. Yeah, I've been alive for years. Hundreds of years. Let's, <laughs> say, let's be real here. Years. I mean, Tallahassee <laughs> is basically the Canada of Florida. He's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All those Miami. I'm not uh, sure how, but it is. All those Miami Marvel kids, they just don't know what's up until they meet a, you know, a Tallahassee knucklehead like me. You know, Tallahassee's so small and tucked away down there. Yeah, it's hard to miss it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, mm, these days I'm feeling more like old man Logan. Am I right, folks? Uh, (laughs) Age. Uh, Limo driving. Mm. My powers aren't working as well as they used to. Oh, my back. Uh, you know, that's me appealing to our late 30s uh, audience there. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, yeah, Wolverine's great. And uh, City of Wolverine, uh, I'd play that. No, wait, City of Heroes. Uh, good, uh, good game, Jesse. Uh, you know, fantastic selection. I also have a lightning round. Oh, okay, cool. No segues. <laughs> Oh, by the way. <laughs> so in, in this lightning round, um, I will give you the name of a, of a fairly obscure superhero, and you will tell me if they're from Marvel or DC. Oh. It's the lightning round I was born for. <laughs> born to play, baby. <laughs> All right. I was going to start with John Harrington. Color Kid. Color Kid. That sounds to me like a DC hero or something. Come! That's correct. Woo! Uh, wish, John Regan. Wish I Regan. had some Marvel or DC sounds to use for this. All I have yeah. is my man. Sounds. That's DC. No, John no, no. Regan? We've got my man for DC, and then we've got the Colossus Roar for Marvel. Which one is that? Where's Colossus Roar, John? Okay. Cool. All right, Johnny. Uh, Mr. Immortal. That sounds DC. That is Marvel. No. <laughs> David. Star Fox. Marvel. That is correct. <laughs> John Harrington. Uh, Gin Genie. Uh, David Bowie. No, um, Marvel. That's correct. <laughs> Um, Johnny, Big Barda. DC. That's correct. Oh, man. Good job. David, Doorman. That's DC. Incorrect. 
Really? He's in the East Coast Avengers. He can go from one oh, room to another. Oh, I forgot about the East Coast Avengers. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Harrington. Um, Captain Ultra. Uh, shit. Uh, DC. Incorrect. Fuck. Marvel. And Johnny. Um, arm fall off boy. <laughs> DC. That's correct. Oh, man. All right, so we have uh, John Harrington with two points, John Ring with two points, and David with one point. Man, that was really tricky because uh, I have my man, which is the DC sound, tap to M, or you know, key to M, which Go I want to tap for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Oh. That was worth telling. That was good, a good anecdote there, John. Sorry, I was loading <laughs> up the uh, computer sound. You really won the day. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hey, wait a second. I didn't actually look at the scores. This game's winner is... John Regan. Yeah! I got the it most points. Just. How did I get the most points? Oh, that's amazing. You kicked ass in that lightning round. All right. I, I love how you won, but you're so used to you yeah, not winning. Exactly. You know, I'm trying to put you over here, Johnny. I, I was. <laughs> what the hell? Before the lightning round, I was not winning, and I just was like, doo, 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 just you know, moved on. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. There's no way I could win with a bonus point round. I, no, I, I sir. I don't think I've ever pulled that uh, pulled that off before. Well, all right. I think you might have, John, but it's okay. It's it's okay that you've fallen into a rut. <laughs> Um, but we're, we're going to hoist you out of that thing, man. We're turning over a new leaf here on Game That Tune. The next 154 episodes of Game That Tune, they're going to be the ones where Johnny wins more often. I'm calling it now. Yeah. And uh, so with that in mind, Johnny, you know, get hyped and tell us what the theme is for the next episode. Uh, let's see. It's episode 155 next week, right? Mm -hmm. When are we supposed yes. to do our redo episode? 156. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that would have made things so simple. It would have, <laughs> unless you want to break tradition. How we really do, which John does not approve we of. We really love our traditions. I'm, Fuck I'm not, yeah! I'm what is game that tune without tradition? Ugh, um, it's disgusting. In that case, tonight we talked about Double Dragon and how playing Double Dragon by yourself kind of sucks. Uh, so I want to do games that are better with friends. I feel like we did that recently. <laughs> did we? I, but, I mean, I'm just I saying. We did. It got the friends sound on the on the soundboard, John. Friends, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that was just like games involving friends. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go straight like multiplayer games, uh, we've probably done that too. Uh, let's see. In that, we covered a lot of themes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we've done 104 episodes. Yeah, it's it, but. Uh, episode 145 was uh, Games of Friends. So. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not saying pick again, 
But Johnny, you really gotta do better than this. <laughs> you got okay. to have some themes in those pockets, man. Turn out those pockets. I want to see those motherfucking themes. All right, let's see. Um, games featuring toilet paper and tissues. You're looking at Are your you bathroom. Are you just looking right, at John? stuff in your room? I am looking at my bathroom right now. <laughs> this, is, this is painful. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Uh, I don't know. Games games heavily featuring vegetables. I did games we with also food did... though. Yeah, we did, John. <laughs> oh god. This is so hard. <laughs> I like that we're seeing your process though. <laughs> we did that games with food more recently than games with friends. Games I don't know. Um I like how your thought process is literally, what's around me? Fuck it, let me go with the theme I just chose. Well, let's see, it's the first day of May, we're entering summer. So what about... Summer doesn't start for six <laughs> more weeks, John! Game yeah. set at Christmas. <laughs> what?! <laughs> what?! <laughs> the other side has to be Christmas, it could just be like there's a snow level or, or a lot of winter, a lot of snow. Can we have someone else win? Christmas time these <laughs> games. Yeah, man, hit my fucking wind jingle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't edit this any of that game's out. winner is. <laughs> So the theme John. for next week for episode 155. <laughs> yeah, come on, John. You just gotta, you gotta, you know, free associate here. 155. Take away the one. What do you got? 55. I can't drive 55. The theme next week: games in which you drive. That's how it's done, son. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, John, I boom. will cut you a check for a hundred dollars if you choose the theme of games with vegetables. <laughs> Yes, not even food games, just specifically vegetables. Because then we get to debate what's a vegetable and what's a fruit. Is it tomato um, vegetable? <laughs> no, tomato's fruit. a fruit. Um, <laughs> but no, we're doing games with, you know, games in which you drive. Games of driving. That was, uh, you know, man, John. Do you I, have I, to I... drive the vegetable? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, Jesse, please. <laughs> You've got your wires crossed. It's, it's not games with driving vegetables. <laughs> it's uh, just it's, driving, no veggies. No, no Jesse, games it's, with, it's, it's games, games with, with, yes, driving, no vegetables. With, with your friends, right? <laughs> and friend, friend vegetables. They're friendly. It's, it's, yeah. it's driving vegetables. Games where vegetables do the driving. Cool, 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 cool. Anyway, driving games. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. I, I'm glad that everybody's still listening. I'm so happy that we have loyal viewers who can put up with shit like this. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you watching along live with us every week. Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune. YouTube.com slash GameThatTune. Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. Join us in our Discord server. Chat along with the show. We appreciate having you guys. Uh, thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Podcasts come out Wednesday mornings in iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. And we appreciate you guys listening there. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for our fun exclusives. I just published my new episode of Game That Tune Gems for the month of April. I got to tell you guys, April of uh, 1989, 99, 2009, uh, kind of awful for game releases. But that's the fun of Game That Tune Gems. There's good game music, no matter how awful the releases are. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening there. Um, you know, we got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun stuff in the works. 
so you know, thanks to uh, thanks to everybody over at Patreon, especially our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, all fantastic fellas. And uh, thank you to uh, uh, David. Who uh, who was our request tonight? Um, that came from our Discord channel from Underachiever Mako. Thank you, Underachiever Mako, for the request. Uh, you can hit us in our Discord in our request channel and make requests there. You can email us, gamethattune at gmail.com. You can uh, talk to us on uh, GTT Radio at youtube.com slash gamethattune. Make your request there. Sometimes people request things. Uh, and they're like, hey, can you get this in the stream? And I'm like, I'm going to use that on the show, like, fucking tonight. And then I'm going to put it on the stream. So hit us up there. Find us on Twitter, at GameThatTune. Find us individually on Twitter. I am there, at JGangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter, at... DFT Fleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter, at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find John Regan, not this week's winner, but taking us home with his bonus tunes on Twitter at JP Regan JR. Yeah, Johnny. So uh, you got the bonus tunes, my man. First person to win the show uh, still gets to pick the bonus tunes, even though I guess I won the show first, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, so what's the what's the bonus tunes tonight, John? Take us home with a nice solid tune. This is uh from the band Hyper Potions, uh, the tra- you know used in the various Sonic Mania trailers, Friends. For my first, <laughs> for my first theme pick. I was gonna say for the third time <laughs> as your bonus too. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Dragon is copyright 1988 Technos Japan and Taito Corporation. Crash in the Boys Street Challenge is copyright 1992 American Technos. Arms is copyright 2017 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat is copyright 2005 Nintendo of America Incorporated. City of Heroes is copyright 2004 NCSoft. 